0: The Praying Wife Podcast. I am your host, Corrine Cash, and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You know, we're about to enter into the holidays and, you know, with the holiday season, there can be A lot of different emotions, right? If we're honest, Um, for those of you that are in the United States, we are getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. Some of us, we look forward more to the Black Friday, um, what they call the shopping deals after Thanksgiving. But everyone's excited. This is usually a time when family comes around. Um, And no matter where you are in the world, Christmas is also right around the corner. And, you know, as we are starting to enter into this season of holidays and for a lot of us, it's about, you know, gifts and family time and, you know, gathering together and being thankful and grateful and all of that is wonderful. But there are still others. There are some of you, even you may be listening to me right now. Where you don't have family, whether it's not a huge family or no family at all, whether you've lost loved ones, and my heart extends, and our the entire praying wife family our hearts go out to you, and we pray for you during this season, and know that even though you may be feeling lonely, this season for you might be full of sadness um it may be a reminder of a loss of a loved one, it may be. You know, a reminder of a relationship that's not repaired. Our prayer is that in this season, God will restore every broken relationship, that God would heal your heart from every hurt, pain, the spirit of grief, that you will know that even in times when you feel lonely, that you are never alone because God himself is with you. And the spirit of God lives inside of you. Once you've made that decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal savior, he doesn't go away. He is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. So know that in this time, in this season, as we get ready for the holidays and for those in America, Thanksgiving, where there's about food, but really, especially as we get closer to Christmas, where we celebrate the birth Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, um, I want you to know that we are here for you, that there is a family that is praying for you. And even in times when you feel like you are lonely, know that you are never alone because God promises that He would never leave us nor forsake us. And once you made that decision to accept Jesus into your heart, He resides in you. The Holy Spirit is there with you. God says that He is our Jehovah Shema, which means He will never leave us. So know that you're never, ever alone, even when you feel like it. So if you're dealing with a spirit of depression today, we speak over that even now in Jesus' name, and we cancel every spirit that is on assignment to attack God's people during the season. Any spirit of hopelessness or depression or anxiety, or fear, we speak to you and we cancel you and we cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare you have no authority over God's people. And we thank God that he is in control. And we thank him that we have holidays to celebrate, whether we're with a big family or no family at all, that God is still our family. And he invited us into his kingdom and his family. And we get to represent Christ wherever we go. So even during this season, if you're with a big family, you know, a lot of things can come up a lot of past situations. I know that I have a very interesting family. I love my family to pieces. Wouldn't trade them for the world. Um, But, you know, like every other family, there's issues. And when you get together, sometimes those issues can kind of, you know, come to surface. But let this be a nice reminder. Hopefully you can hear my voice as you're dealing with your family this week and in the coming weeks to be sure that you are the representation of Christ in your family first. Your family should be your very first ministry. So if you are going to talk to them about Christ, they should see the love and the difference of how you interact with them versus you know, how other family members may interact with them or how you may have interacted with them before. And so always remember that this is a perfect opportunity to witness to your friends and your family about how Christ loves them, about how Christ loves you, about how he changes your life. And sometimes it may not be in a, you know, a Bible study that you're just going to break out into, right? Um, But it could just be, again, in the way that you interact. It could be in your forgiveness, finally, you know, from whatever argument you may have had, um, from whatever bad deed that may have been done, Whatever may have been said to you when you were growing up or last holiday, you know, just the way that you decide to react in situations and and how you look at them moving forward. It goes a huge way. So this holiday, this season, remember to be the change that you want to see first. The best way to witness to your family is through your action through your words. And so we have to be very, 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 very mindful of the privilege that we have when we are surrounded with our family members, when we are surrounded with any gathering really or someone that's in our direct line of impact. Be very careful of the words that you say. I say this all the time. You know, our words have the ability to create worlds. When God created this world, he used his words, said, and God said, let there be, and there was. And the Bible tells us that we also have this power, life and death. The power to build and the power to destroy is right there in our mouths. We use our tongue constantly (laughs) wives you especially us we use it daily constantly multiple times a day I'm using it right now but we have to be very careful of the words that we allow to come out of our mouths um, because we can shape someone's future by something we say or choose not to say and so we have to as especially as women of God We have to be very, very, very careful. Wives, we hold such an esteemed place in our homes. Our words to our husbands can make them feel like a king if used accurately or a pauper. It can make him feel discouraged or it can make him feel like he's on top of the world as his help meets, we are there to also encourage him and to build him up and to give him the confidence that, yes, you've got this. Yes, you're doing your thing. Yes, I see you. Yes, I appreciate you. We can't forget the little moments. I think sometimes we get so used to and accustomed to, you know, our husbands doing what in our minds is things that they just should be doing. Like they they shouldn't need a gold star for that. But for a lot of them, they do. They need it. They won't ask for it, but they appreciate it. They love to hear that. As a man, they have an ego that needs to be fed, whether we think that it needs to be fed or not, or we don't have the time or however we may feel about it. The truth is still the truth. There's still a a little boy that's within our husbands, and he needs to be reminded that he's doing a good job, whether it is just basic house stuff. You know, honey, I appreciate you. Honey, you look so handsome today. Uh, You know, my king, uh, you know, just make him feel good. Uh, Your words, your words, your words. It has the ability and the power to do that. But if all he hears is, oh, why didn't you do this? Like I asked you to. Why is it taking so long? Oh, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. Oh, you did this, but you forgot that. It continues to eat away at him little by little by little until he becomes a former shell of himself and you don't even notice or realize. And so you have to make sure, we all have to make sure, it's our duty to make sure that we are closely monitoring every word that comes out of our mouths and being careful even in times when we think we're joking, if we're making a joke. You know, it's funny how sometimes we can say we're making a joke but and say something to someone and they get offended because it wasn't a joke to them. And so even in times when you're, you know, saying something funny or something, you know, you don't mean think twice about that one really and truly do, because again, the word is so powerful and something you say to someone can go straight down and so deep into their soul, into their psyche to where it's something that they start to believe, even if you were joking. So make it a point to know that your words are on assignment and so make sure the assignment that you're giving out is to build up and not to tear down. And another thing I want to make sure that we're doing this holiday season and even beyond is to not allow the spirit of offense to run our lives. Don't be so easily offended And again, just keeping in mind that, you know, we're entering into that time when we will be surrounded by family. And even if you're not, you know, you're always going to come into a situation where you have to deal with someone else and they're either a completely different personality than you are. And honestly, it could be a best friend. It could be a spouse. It could be a family member. And they may say something very off. (laughs) Okay. That's very offensive. But the spirit of offense comes in as a choice you choose whether you can be offended and stay offended or you can let it go. And this season is going to require a lot of let it goes for a lot of us as we prepare to deal with incoming families or just families that we live with or, you know, strangers even. Do not get caught in offense. Offense can Break and destroy relationships. The Bible talks about you know words that said that's offensive, and it's so hard to restore a relationship, you know, where offense has has set in. So let's make it a point to not live in the land of offense. And the last thing that I want to encourage you, and this is something that I've already spoken to my children about this year, and I said that we are going to be the family that gives back. We are not going to celebrate, and I, and specifically, you know, for for Christmas, celebrate the birth of our Lord. But it's also about the gift. It was a gift that He was, we were given, a gift we didn't deserve, but a Father who loved us so much that He sent His Son here. And so, make it a point to find a way to serve this this holiday season whether that's in a soup kitchen or an old folks home or a children's hospital or volunteering with with a community project or something that's in your area, find a way to serve, to give the joy and, and, the, and who God is to extend that Christ's love to those in your community, to those uh, strangers you may not even know. That is the call. That is the mission. For us to be the kingdom of God, we are the representation of Christ here on earth. And the best way to do that is to get up To move past just talking about it or just, you know, it sounding good when we're in church to moving to that step of doing it, of doing an action plan, of literally going and doing the research. What is around me? How can I help make someone's life better or brighter or shine brighter? Even if that's visiting the neighbor down the street or right across from you. And saying hello, um, baking them a cake, or giving them cookies or and writing them a card, whatever it is. It's something to bring joy and life and light and love of Christ to those that are around you. That is where our mission fields can start. And this is when God can truly begin to work on their hearts and use our hands and our feet and our mouths to be able to show forth His glory. And that is our prayer today, that God will get the glory. He will get the glory out of your life in this holiday season. He will get the glory in the lives of the people that you are connected to. Because remember, we're all a tree. We're all connected. And someone else's blessing, someone else's life is waiting on your words. It's waiting on your actions. It's waiting on you to serve. So get up from off of the sidelines this holiday season and jump in and serve. So those are the three things. Now that I realize I did not plan (laughs) on doing three things, but I guess, yes. Um, One, watch your words. They build worlds. They tear down. Watch what you're saying. Two, don't live in that place of offense. Do not be easily offended. And three, find a place and a way to serve. Serve God's people and serve God's children. And know that we're all children of the Most High. And so God bless you. I want to thank you for tuning in. See someone you haven't seen in a while. Talk to someone you haven't spoken to in a while. Let this be the year that bridges are, are, are restored, that broken relationships are renewed. If it takes you extending the hand, let it be you. Let God use you even in this and watch God continue to transform you into who he has called you to be so that you can truly live the abundant life that he has called you to live. That is all we have God bless you, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Praying Wife Podcast. I do pray that you were blessed. Please remember that you are beautiful, you are powerful, you are made in the image of God, and you are loved. We will see you again next time.